Um, yeah, right though. So, I was asked to talk here this morning, earlier in the week. I had a bit of a crisis of identity, I suppose. <laughs> when, I, when I looked at how little inspiration I had in my life at the moment, or so I thought anyway. Um, and so I went to bed talking to Emily going, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I had the idea that we'd just all sit in a circle and hold hands and see what happened. But, but luckily God came through. <laughs> so here we are. Um, the very next morning when I woke up, I was reminded of something that Dad had told me a few years ago. It actually, it's changed the way I wake up and the way I live my days. Not necessarily every day. But it definitely has changed my morning routine. And that is that I used to be quite a miserable person in the morning. And, um, and now I'm quite a... I love the mornings, to Emily's disgust. Um, yeah, so the story is about a fellow called Dudley Bakes. Um, Dudley worked for an organisation called Mobile Mission Maintenance. And um, the organisation mum and dad were working for, he was doing some work with them. And they, like they do... Uh, like building projects, renovations, and just help with infrastructure projects that mission organisations might not have been able to do financially on their own. And Dudley, like, Dad explains him as one of these fellows that just always hooked in, like he was always poking along, he was always getting something done. But Dudley also had chronic pain and seriously bad arthritis. Um, and one day Dad was telling, uh, Dudley was telling Dad at lunch how, um, Every single morning when he wakes up, there's no pain when he's laying there in bed. And as he flips his feet over the edge of the bed, he dangles his feet just above the ground. He knows the second that he stands up, he's going to be in pain. Um, And in that moment, every morning, Dudley had a a ritual, you might say, of that's when he would give his, his legs, his day, and his pain all to God. And then he would go about his day. And so when he stood up, he was able to find joy despite his pain and despite his discomfort because it was in God's hands and it wasn't for him to carry. Um, I'll just read from John 3, 27 to 30. I'm right my way here. But, um, to this John replied, A man can receive only what is given to him from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I am not the cross, but I'm sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him, and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and it is now complete. We must become greater. He must become greater. I must become less. I think that... um, If we decided today to follow Christ to wake up every morning and say, I'm going to give all my pain to Christ, um, I know that for me, I last about a day before I lose my temper, maybe a week with some things. If you're someone really good like Derek, you might last a little bit longer. (laughs) It's good good being sitting out the front there, isn't it? (laughs) And so I think to start that, we have to realise that For us to live our life in this way, to live a life of worship, worship in the sense that 
our lives are lived for Christ. It says that a man can receive only what is given to him from heaven. The power to live our life as Christians comes from above. It's not in our own doing. So if we're to live this life of worship, um, live a life like Christ, what can we do? How can we do it? Well, we ourselves, we can't do much. Um, Without Jesus, he must be living in us. He must be living through us. Galatians 5, 22, 23 It's a verse that we hear from Sunday school all the way through our lives. But the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. It's easy for us to get caught up in the trap of thinking our life, living our lives in a godly way, in a way that the fruits of the Spirit are. As we, as we often put it in our head, we think of it as a discipline. I'm going to be self-controlled. I'm going to have joy. I'm going to have love for my neighbour. But the reality is, it's a fruit. It's a product of a relationship with God and when His work is done in us. In John it said, just as we read, more of Him, less of me. He must become greater, I must become less. I've heard it described before as a, a similar story that it helped me to understand this was... Um, a child, a toddler, is helping his dad fix, his, fix a car in the shed. And, um, and this child, it's a pretty long process for most jobs with a car. And probably pretty boring for a toddler who doesn't understand, understand what's going on. So, in the few hours it takes, he might go to sleep. He might get distracted by something over on the workbench. And then he might feel helpful, so he'll pick up a few tools and he'll bring him to his dad. And they probably won't be the right tools. It won't be the right size spanner. But his father will still use them. Because he wants him to be involved. He wants him there. Getting the car fixed isn't the primary objective for the father. It's the time spent with his son. And then us, the little toddlers, we often come inside to mum and say, Mum, I fixed the car. (laughs) And forgetting what the father's done. So often in our lives, that's a reflection of our relationship with Jesus. It's him doing all the work, and this is what I've done to beat this. But it's actually what he's doing in our lives that's beating it. And we're just blessed to be a part of the fixing of the car. It's not forgetting that this is a choice we have to make. It's not... To to have this relationship, we have to make a choice. We have to make the choice to allow God to be present in our lives, to want Him, to yearn for Him in everything that we do. And from that, then we start to live our lives a little bit more like Dudley, giving everything to God, giving, giving our pain away, giving our struggles away, giving our anger away. That's my thing. <laughs> um, so as we go through life, let's be encouraged. Remind ourselves because we forget too easily. We forget that it's not about us, it's about him and what he's doing in our life. And remind others, because others forget easily as well. We're all the same, it's simple, we've heard it before, but we continually forget it. Just know that God the Father, Jesus Christ, died for our sins. His Spirit is in us, they are for us, and they are working every day in and on us. To change 
the way that we approach our day, the way we approach our pain. It's a simple message, um, pretty short, sweet, plenty of meat. <laughs> but um, I think something called we know, we all know, but we forget so easily. Um, so I'd just like to yeah, encourage all of us just to give things over to God. It won't happen overnight. It's a process that, that takes time, that takes years. But he's continually fighting for you. He's in you. And he's, um, and he's just doing a great work in all of us. Um, and just know that it's him, it's not us that's going to achieve this. Um, yeah, just praying. Um, yeah. Dear Lord, we, just, we thank you for everything that you do in our lives. Lord, all the greatest things in our lives, our greatest achievements are from you and because of you. Um, you're just, you just love us so much, more than we could ever understand. And Lord, we just pray that as we go through our life that we'd, um, we'd focus on what it is you're doing and allow you to be present and to do your work in us, um, to keep giving things over to you and not to hold, hold on to it ourselves. Lord, let us, let us give the keys away to the things that hold us captive and give them to you. In Jesus' name, amen. <coughs>